Fear anyone who's bloody decided to put us in your ear tonight. Welcome to the podcast. And look, we're all business because I'm with the Bean, and we've got an exciting, a very exciting weekend coming up here in Brizzy. We've got group racing back, mate. The BRC Sprint. Are you keen or are you keen? Finally, finally, something to get a bit excited over. Oh, mate, <laughs> I think I prefer if it was Doom and Ten Thousand Day, but we'll um, that's we'll, right. We'll take them. We'll take the BRC Sprint. It's a quality field lining up there as well. Mate, it's a cracker, and, and you said it, mate. We're uh, we're missing out on a few group ones this season, and this is what it's all for. This is what the podcast for every week, mate. So we can have our big climax moment in the winter, and uh, oof, go floppy from there. So, mate, as I said, all business. We'll get a uh, touch on a bit of last week. We had Group One racing down in SA. Yes. Mozza had a good time. Toffee tongue got uh, got the chocolates and the yolks. Had a pretty good day up here in Brizzy as well. They were. It's one of those cards that was a little bit easier to pick. Yeah, there was a few a few know, of the, the few obvious, of the, yeah, few the shorties, shorties that I tipped got um Star Rossa, then you had what was the other the Odyssey, one? Uh, Odyssey. That was that was an easy but you, watch. Just like a dollar fifty, dollar yeah. sixty five. Exactly. <laughs> You're not getting <laughs> Not getting a whole heap of value there when crazy stuff like that's going on. So and then a few and then of course the few twenty dollar pops just, oh, <laughs> just mate, they have just, to lob in just to throw them in the mix. So it was an interesting day. They have to lob in, but sometimes you just need to pick a few winners for the confidence, and that builds yeah. us into this week, mate. Yeah. Because confidence is up, the vibes are still up, <sighs> mate. They are. Toffee, and, toffee tongue was a that was a crazy price. The six fifty or eights that were on. Oh, like with its form line, it just, I mean, and the way it won as well, like it just didn't like, even more, I mean, I didn't back it, obviously tipped a, an absolute roughie, but the $8 was stealing really. It was. And, uh, well that, that got me out of a bit of a jail and the yeah. good times kept rolling and Bam's on fire, held on for third at four a place. So no parade, oh, no parade for us this week, but that was a, well, yeah, what was that? that? Bella Bella, that was 30s or 40s anyway. Yeah, so just led the whole way. <laughs> just absolutely, which is what I thought Bands on Fire would do, to be honest. So I picked the uh, race pattern, just the wrong bloody horse. <laughs> Seems to be the way most weeks, eh? Oh, mate, but we're back up in the good end of town, and that's back to Doom, Ben. All right, we got the rail out four. Oregon is going to be in the good range this week. Um, Mate, I tell you, every form guy just must be paid by the the bomb because they keep listening to the soft, but I don't think it's rained here for a good month. Yeah, do we get? Yeah, I don't. I don't maybe they're just watering the lights here. They're just <laughs> smashing the sprinklers. <laughs> they found. They found the. They found the water, mate. mate. It's like working for government. You've got X amount in your budget per year, and if you don't spend it, you don't get it next year. It. So yeah. the water budget at Doombin must be through the roof, and they've. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see the look at the Eagle Farm track actually at the moment, just to see how it's um, how it's bouncing back after that horrific yeah. little period we had there. Well, I heard uh, I heard the big dog of uh, racing Queensland on the radio. He reckons it's come up better than they expected, but we've heard that before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're back there next weekend. Okay. Cool. So we'll get to uh that's that's our I just want to see the hallowed yeah. turf again. The uh, hallowed turf of Eagle Farm through the TV, hey? Right. <laughs> oh well, mate, we're getting close. But look, mate, we'll crack into uh crack into race one yeah. and I'll tell you what, mate, 
we've hit the jackpot here because we're starting with a BM80 and it's not a maiden. Yeah, so we, we, we could pick a winner. Yeah, here. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we've, we've got a form guide that we can actually look into and, and actually do our job here. Um, so that's what we're going to kick the day off and it's a BM80, it's a sprint just over the 1,000, the 1,050 and we've got some handy form lines coming together. Uh, Defence Missile leads the market there at five. Papa Joe, he hasn't really done much the last couple of starts. And uh, I've got a now. This thing's been up for about 40 weeks now. What? I think Barry Lockwood's listening to you on the podcast every week going, yeah. I need to get this boy to win for, for the bean. Mate, for the mugs. He so, wants to do it for the mugs. I don't know. Hopefully you can break his heart now, mate, and tell him oh. that you've you've sacked him for good. But I don't know. I'll let you have the floor. <laughs> mate, I've actually um, – I think it's a good race, actually. There's a plenty plenty of value here. I've actually got um, – I've got defence missile on top. I can't – in this particular field, I just I can't see the five dollars hanging around. It's already had a tiny bit of early money, but um, second up uh, last prep because it had a bit of a break there. Second up last prep, it runs fourth behind Emerald Kim- Kingdom, Kiji Phoenix, and Boomtown Lass, and I mean that's pretty good form for this particular race. There's enough speed here that you'll um you'll have you've got I've got an L leading. You'll also have Wonder Boom. Should be it should be up on the pace. It has the it has the ability to lead. It's not listed in many of the speed maps to be a leader, but I've seen it just often go like a fart in the wind. So sixty one kilos, it's a chance to be up there around the front. But I think Defense Missile just um just sits in behind. And I guess the key here for me, which was the only real final push I needed for it, apart from the the price, which I think is overs, is it ran in the. The um the monster form race which you know had just storm Tambo's mm. mate Ringo's a rock star and then Vega one which is starting favourite in the BRC sprint so I just I I think in this race it's the um it's it's a definite get on bet for me beautiful mate yeah look it's hard to ignore I'm sort of I'm going with that sort of form line but mainly through Ringo's a rock star and I've got bold chance on top for me um. Just finished second behind Ringo, who then, yeah, came out and ran, ran a belter in that race um, in front of Defence Missile. So it was pretty hard to split. The only uh, the only sort of thing I led to was just the price difference. Um, so $5 for Defence Missile. I'm getting 10s for Bold Chance, $9 I think maybe into now. So each way, all day, bay-bay. So... Boom, that's it, mate. Race one. There's a bit of confidence in the air for race one, finally, (laughs) after a a good fight. You're worried about the weight? You're worried about the weight? Yeah. Or is the distance not because it's a – because it's I, only a thousand, it's not. It's probably not. It's probably not going to have much of an impact. Yeah, and it, well, the thing is, most of the top fancies in the market are carrying, you know, fifty-eight to sixty anyway. So yeah. there's nothing really that I saw, a you few, know, has a five kilo difference yeah. on something that, well, that are, are winning chances. Let's put it that way. carrying sixty-one with the claim. Well, that's the thing. Sixty-one for Wonder Boom. Defense missile like, carries fifty-seven. With well, the claim. that's it. Gets the claim. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess, I guess that's. That's look. That's probably not a bad push my way as well. That they've stuck with Ryan Maloney on board, senior yeah. jock, where they could have probably put a apprentice on and take, the take some weight off. So yeah. we'll see how it pans out, mate. I've, uh, I think we've had that thought process before, but mate, we'll move on to race two, and uh, I've got a couple of couple of good horses coming together here again. Galtiero heads the market at four dollars. Nearly stole it last time, um, but that's just because he just walked in front and. 
thankfully your boy Populous oh, was too good to swallow it up. It. Me. <laughs> but I think what was that about a two dollar shot? And it was a it was a long watch for two dollar yeah, shot yeah, getting yeah, home. It but yes, it was really yeah. it was really getting into it the final fifty. I was like, come on! But still, if if we're betting around the favourite uh, at four dollars, you can get some value here. Watch the cat, Joymaker, Advance Warning, six to eight bucks. Um, these sort of middle middle distance horses that have been up for a while. Yep. Um, Let's pick the winner, mate. Joy maker. <laughs> Get on board, mate. Mate, fat lady singing early. Yeah, this is this is a this is the bet here. Uh, this is a this is an open race, right? It drops fifty nine down to fifty five kilos. Steps up in trip. Never run the trip. Um, we backed. What was it last week? Up to sixteen. Ah, the the magnifier, the great wind magnifier. That was sixteen hundred yeah, to to two thousand, and just gobbled them up, and was just way too good. I think this will be a repeat job of that. So I'm sticking with Joymaker from the draw. It does tend to get back, but I'm hoping what they do is with the Doombin track the rail out for. They try and hold the posse. I don't want to be any further back than three pairs, otherwise. I think we're going to be in a bit of trouble, but um, you should get that. The, the fields tend to break up a bit more in these long distance yeah. races at Dooman, so it should be a fair bit easier to get the sit, and I just think it cool, um, it'll it'll explode late and should be charging over the top of them. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, boom. The key for me. Mate, there's some confidence here, which is yeah. what I like to hear. Um, I'm going around the favourite too, just because I... I just don't think it's uh, it's last. What, what was the favourite? Because I did all my, This is the first time I've done the tips without the prices up. And oh, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. All, then they've all started to come up. So, so pretty good. Galtiero opened at four yeah. bucks. Um, so Joymaker six fifty, and I'm going for Watch the Cat at six fifty yeah, there as well. Oh, second line up, up there about. So look, I think I think last start. Um, I think they just needed to get a run into this fella. Went back to thirteen hundred from a mile, uh, and. We didn't have him in our numbers, but, geez, the money came for him. Yeah, late, I saw and that. <laughs> finished fifth, but was still smacking the line. So I think he's just a mile of middle distance. Uh, the last uh, last sort of start around that 2000 was in a group three down in New South Wales. Um, and within a couple of lengths, if not crossing the line with Graceful Glamour, fun fact, a length of Amangiri. So I think it's a 2000 metre sort of cat yeah. But it's going to be a good cat. <laughs> All right. Bottom so, yeah. Both, I, uh, both of those selections draw out. pretty well as well. Yeah, One they do. Eight, so they're not like out, you know, they're not a mile wide. You're not praying for luck out of the jumps. So exactly. Okay and I think, um, look, I've, I've even backed Joymaker the last couple of starts as well. So for both of them, just to get out to the 2000, I think they've been waiting for it. Yeah. Finally get it. And, you know, this could be a bit of a, a launching pad for both of them to – Take on uh, what, Populous and Quality Seeker. They're the only yeah, other two 2,000-meter yeah. horses we have up here. <laughs> Fudge you. Mate, race three. All right, All right focus back on. This is get, a business week. Point, yeah. This is a big week. 1,200-meter uh, for the fillies and mares. So the girls go around. Mm-hmm. And Hollaback Girl leads the market there at four bucks. Trail Glory Shemert for the Golan Yard. Um, and then a few come in at eights, nines. Look, competitive fields all day. Jim Burns back as well. Um, look, one of our famous sayings, mate, is the other golden horse, but he's got about 25 in this race. Yeah, is how, he have you, is, how have you seen yeah, this one? Um, <laughs> you go, you go first, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking, uh, I'm sticking away from the golden yard, oh, to be honest. And it's, it's one that we've both been on the last couple of weeks and I think he gets his chance here and that's I am Venus, uh, her chance. Sorry there, PC crowd. Um, we backed it last start, and that was in the Needort race, which we had mapped out to 
knee dog to struggle to get to the lead. Um, scratchings and whatnot caused that to go up in smoke, and knee dog just came from pretty much barrier one and went bang. Didn't really give this chance to, uh, girl a chance to run on. So I think that changes here now. Bit of speed, Orman on, he's a good jock, Sweeter on board. Uh, I think he's just got the time, turn of foot to get back, run on late. Doombin's been playing that way the last month, so we should hopefully be in it with a chance. Nine dollars each way all day. Bang. I think I need to. I think I'm. I think I'm almost. I'll. I'll. I'll put it. Put I'll it. I'll put, I'll put it in the queue for. I'll put yeah. it in the queue for the weekend. But I think post this weekend, if it doesn't run any good, I think I'm Venus is almost a sack job. To be honest, apologies, Kelly. That's right. Last chance, <laughs> Kelly. So uh, get uh, get the girl right. I am. I am sticking with the golden runner here, and I've actually found Trail of Glory on top here. It's had a few. Um, it's had a few poor runs this start. I note the burn trains back board Hollabacker, which is probably um, the push you need if you're going to back a goal and run it because you would assume that well, he he's would, number one, he would get the yeah. pick of the rides, right? Mm. But um, but Bailey sticks here. Second up, this thing absolutely flies. Gets in pretty well at the weights with the claim. And you also have a fair bit of speed in this race. So it's, it's drawn five, which is probably not ideal. You prefer to draw wide and then it can just sit back off them and, and round them up late but i think um i think with the pace on up front it should be hope i'm think fingers crossed horses are running on because if it's just a battle up front then you know sister kitty Mac yeah. could just steal this thing <laughs> well but all um, our selections go on the bin <laughs> yeah with the with the fitness improvement and stuff like that and then there's form lines around this race um of canapes which ran the last last weekend and just missed uh to mr bellagio i think it's mm. um i think it's probably a tiny bit over the odds at seven dollars in a pretty open affair yeah i think you'd Hit the nail on the head there, mate. Pretty open field. Yeah. But uh, if the girls do a... I think a race mate, like this, the money will be the key. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, you got five, six bucks the field. If they're coming for one late, put it into your wider exotics. Yeah. And uh, if the girls do you no know, good, mate, we'll just turn to the fellas, you know, <laughs> to the Colts and Geldings. So <laughs> race, Here we go. Yeah, race for the boys. Um, and interesting what you said there, because I agree with you, with the girls. I think there's a heap of pace on... Um, however, this one, this race, I think it's going to be the opposite. Yep. Uh, so it looks to be a lack of speed here. Uh, and I'll tell you what I'm kicking into first up because I think this fella looks to be the, the leader of the race and he's just going to have it simple, kick on the turn, bang, and that's Potro Duro. Boom, boom, shake, <laughs> shake the room. Um, and again, so an open field, we've got the Sinner at five, Patches 550, Potro Duro, six, seven dollars. Matty McGilvray back in town, so they've yeah. changed all that zoning uh, regulations yeah. up here in Queensland, listeners. So if you've seen some jocks come back to Brisbane, that's why. And this fella, he's probably one of my top three in Brizzy, I reckon. Yeah, he's yep. yeah, he's, 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 he's right up there with Bailey and Steph yep, at the moment. Exactly. Least, yeah. So, yeah, that's it, mate. Potro Duro. Leads, hopefully kicks on the turn, slowly run race, can pinch this one, and I'll be a happy camper. Mate, you said it all. I'm, I'm, I'm with Beamos on this one. Potro Dora, it, um, it actually has – the only thing I will add is potentially what it does do is it um, – it does like to lead, but if you watch its last start at the coast where it really attacked the line, it did take a sit in behind – what was that one called? Uh, I think it was a Toowoomba runner for memory that was often sort of gone. But it just tucked in behind, hugged the rail, and then got out about 300 to go and really just 
it really savaged the line. I think it, I think it's the best bet here, to be honest. $6.50, once again, pretty wide open. The center at 480 from barrier 11 over mm. this distance is well, just suicide. Has a, it just has a it just shot. Doesn't, it just doesn't – it's not running. Yeah. I think I actually backed it to win. It won first last, up. I was at first up. I must have thrown a small save on it or something, and it just hasn't hasn't looked any good since, basically. So, um, yeah, Potro, Potro Giro, it's a – I think 650 is good value. Boom. I'd like to hear that, mate. And boom, we're going to uh, roll that into race five and gets a little bit trickier here because we've got some some good horses that are meeting. Um, yeah, look, we've got Red Chase, Bold Warrior, both coming off impressive wins. Um, and Bold Warrior leads the market there at 480. Vasano and McEwen, probably forgive runs last start. Yep. I think we went over that because we were both on them. Yep. But... There's a bit of a wild card horse in here as well. Inquiry down yeah. from North can we Queensland. Get, can we get an inquiry? <laughs> Gee, we might need one after this. Mate. I did watch a few of its. I did watch a few of its last races. Well, it looks, what do you? Looks, what do you think? It looks pretty smart. And then I was looking at um, I was looking at some of the sectionals and just trying to compare. There was one race that was I think 1200 on soft, just to give a similar idea to sort of what Fasana was running. And they weren't running rapidly different sectionals, so it it is hard a little bit to line it up in this field, which is why I'm hesitant to launch into it at the $5. Yeah. But it does like to lead, and it's Doombin rail out four. So how have you seen it, mate? Uh, well, it just is the X factor. Yeah, it is. It's but the it's, X factor. Yeah. Look, I pretty much – you're right. I have, I have probably three or four of them around the same line there of just – Depending on luck of running, it's just going to change my tip as it's running, more or less, than anything. But I'm just thinking what tends to happen when they bring them down here from North Queensland. It's not a cheap trip. It's not an easy road trip. They've uh, obviously got a bit of, a, of an opinion on this fellow inquiry. So just on the swing and the bat in the fences, mate, hoping to hit a home run, I've got inquiry on top. All right, Muggs. I am, I am, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm sacking him. I'm sticking with Vasana here. Oh, Fill me up with smoke. Mate. Yeah, look, it was a, it was a mate. coin job. I'm mate. telling you, it was a coin mate. job. Between, between Fasano, McEwen and Inquiry, it's a pretty, it's a pretty tough affair. I just thought with, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, Langro really does eyeball it up front. Otherwise, if it does get its own way in front, it could be all over at the 300. But um, I'm hoping it eyeballs it up front. And I just think Fasano can run over the top of these late. It was caught way too wide last start. This is a much smaller field. They've um, It's right down in the weights again and Malian back on board. So they've off the um, apprentice and got a senior jock back on board. And I think that could be the difference here. Well, that's right. It's I pretty, think Heathcote's got a pretty good opinion of this fellow. It's, uh, it's a pretty bold move, isn't it? And yeah. look, as we said, we were both all over him last start just – just could not win from that position. So onwards and upwards, mate. And uh, look, before we get stuck into the quaddy legs, mate, we'll just uh, just want to bring you back to a, uh, a good race that we spoke about throughout the week. We threw it out there to the mugs about some races that just make you just say, no, nah, this shit is rigged. <laughs> I'm done. I've never been again. I've had enough. And uh, this one will go up in the features the next couple of days. But I'm going to take you back to Coolmore Stud Stakes Day. 2016, I believe the year was, and Mick Price, you know, he's got a, uh, he's got an absolute gun colt that cannot be beaten in this race, and its name's Extreme Choice. And I don't know if you knew this, but apparently he had another runner in the race as well, which didn't get a bloody mention all week. Mate, just uh, take us back to that day and 
I guess, oh, some, some emotions that may have bore over. They're just like, some of the trainers are just, it's a dead set stitch down. <laughs> like, oh, Extreme mate. Choice comes along. So it, we're, we're referring to Flying Artie. They both run the they both run the Blue Diamond. Extreme Choice belts the field, licks the field in the in the Blue Diamond. Comes back in the Coolmore a couple of weeks later, whatever it is, and Mick Price is all over Extreme Choice. Certainty, oh. open $3 fave or something like that. Mate, <laughs> I, I remember the pre-race interview, and I'm really trying to find it online somewhere because... He was so yeah, adamant that it was going to win. It was the most bullish you'd ever seen anyone ever about any topic you could think of. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure... I, I don't know who wrote Extreme Choice, but I'm pretty sure Oliver wrote Flying Artie for memory. And yeah. anyway, so Flying Artie jumps $9.50 or something like that and makes oh. the whole field look second rate. Yep. It was unbelievable. Yep. And he literally declared the other runner that he had the race. And I was like, oh, mate. Yeah. And that was one of those ones where I was just like, "There's you can be the best form analyst in the world, but you can't beat a genuine stitch up. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing. You just you just like to look at his uh, his little side bets yeah. that he's got going on, and yeah. I'm sure there was a yeah. lot more from Flying Artie than yeah. what there was Extreme Choice. So, oh, man, mate, that, that, was, that was one of the worst I've ever seen because it was just so blatant in two huge group and probably the biggest group, one of the biggest, probably the biggest um, cult race yeah. in Australia. Yeah, it was just so blatant, and I was like, yeah, what's going? On? Yep. <laughs> Uh, All right, I guess we're moving on then, hey? Well, let's get, yeah, let's move on yeah. to race six. Well, I've had uh, enough of that chat. <laughs> enough of that. Well, that's, that's the, uh, the two three-year-olds done uh, back in those days. But we've got a two-year-old race up here for race six. So this starts the quaddy off for us. And look, mm. let's, uh, let's go through some of these horses. Yep. Got a kiss, two bucks. Goldsborough, $4. Dusty Tycoon, $6. You've got Got a kiss, rolled by Isotope. Goldsborough, rolled by Isotope. Hamilton Hill, rolled by Isotope. <laughs> He's broken all their hearts, but yeah, the big has. thing is that Isotope isn't here for this start. Um, the only other one, I guess, that's in the mix there is Dusty Tycoon, who probably was just a bit bit of a psycho, to put it nicely, and yeah. pulled the ears off yeah, in the first start. But that, we, I was on that too. Yep. That day. <laughs> um, but about a month in between runs, so you'd expect him to be pretty right. Yeah, it should be pretty to go. Um, yeah, this is an interesting race, actually. There was two trialers that I had. Liza with a Z was one of them, but uh, it's since been scratched. And also Pluto Crap was one that I noted down. $26, it's probably worth an each-way play, but I think with the weight swing that Got a Kiss gets on Goldsborough on its last start, um, second up, I did have it down, Got a Kiss as well as a trial that I really want to follow until it ran into Isotope. I think if it ran to any other field, it, yeah. it probably wins that race, to be honest. But I just think it's, you know, Steph Thornton aboard as well. I I think, I mean, it was I think it was $2.50 last night and it's already seen early money. It's in a $2.10. Um Dusty Tycoon should probably run a much improved race, but I just I think Got a Kiss is just too good here. Yeah, mate, I'm uh, I'm seconding exactly what you said there. Got a Kiss on top. I just think uh, it's going to be absolutely helpful leather up front. Yeah, Dusty it's Tycoon, gonna it's just it's going to be just <laughs> meth addicts chasing the the meth on the bunny rail, hey, so to speak. Um, which just sets up for Got a Kiss. It's just yeah. shown in all its start that it 
sits, settles, and then runs on strong. So the two bucks, I think, is probably about right. And yeah. well, uh, I, I be, wouldn't. Yeah, I don't take don't take the Reds about it, but um, I think I think you probably have to get on now because I think it'll probably be Reds by the weekend. Yeah. To be honest, mate, I'm going to take any color. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So I like it. I like it. Yeah. Seth Thornton. Go past that. <laughs> Uh, now, mate, we move on to race seven, and look, this is where this is where the boys become men because we go into the listed races, and we've got the Doom and Guineas here. And I tell you what, early doors have come for Van Girl. Oh, man, they have. I missed the price. Uh, oh. I think it was oh, <laughs> was it four dollars. I'm oh. seeing two dollars seventy now. Uh, profit on the second line, Ballistic Boy, Super Giant. Well, those three, and then it's a bit of a uh, gap to the rest there. We've got a couple of Waller Raiders that are coming up. May looks a race in one on the books, race in three on paper. What are we looking at? No, nah, it's a race in one, this race. It's um, it's pretty simple here. Vanagirl wins. Um, it's got the best Queensland form going around. When you run second to the greatest horse in the state, I think, at this particular point in time, in Command and Conquer, mm. you're just a very good horse. Um, comes out next start at the GC, carrying car park and wins ears prick no worries at all i will note though the jock definitely had to get into get into them um about 300 out so i'm hoping mcgilvaray's <laughs> knows what he's doing here yeah. it doesn't he doesn't leave the um he doesn't leave the crack across the backside too late because it looked like it uh, just a tiny bit longer to wind up so get once, going once early. Once the city I, money, mate. Once yeah, the city money. Get going early. I think this. I think it just wins. Taking a sit against Profit and Ballistic Boy, who I just give up. I cannot catch either of them, so I'm just not going to pick uh, them at all. <laughs> yeah, look, I probably should uh, should go about that approach, mate. But you're right. Can't catch Profit. I got off him. He wins. I get on him. He loses. So I'm just probably going to stay on him from now on. <laughs> that's that's how I'm going to look at this. Thing is, I'm just never going to get a decent price here. I, to be honest, I thought the betting would go the other way. They both opened, I think, about four. Um, yep. I thought Profit would come in with uh, with that pretty impressive win last start, and I think that's his go. He's just rock hard fit now, loves the mile, anything below that just doesn't have the time to wind up. So I've got Profit on top. But it's probably a good little easy trifecta play. Yeah, Chuck Ballistic Boy in there, and, yeah. and Ballistic Boy rolls over both yeah, of us. Hey? I will do. A, um, I will do a brief shout out to um to um the Yorks, Bob and Terry. They um they're part owners in Super Giant for Michael Costa. So Mate, good luck to of, them. We'll see how we go with that one. On that boy, yeah. Um, well, yeah. one one pretty well last start at Ipswich and just led them around the bend and looked off and gone and nothing got close. So depending on how the speed map looks, yeah. could be a chance. Oh, well, boys, if you're listening and you got to, uh, you know something that we don't, which you probably should, <laughs> let us know by Saturday at uh, 3.30 at least. All righty, mate. Uh, look, we move on. And you hear that? Do you hear that, mate? Oh, mate. I did hear that. It's the Stradbroke siren. <laughs> it's not too far away. So bang, bang, bang. We're going into Stradbroke watch mode mate because this next race race eight the brc sprint the winner gets exempt from the ballot and penalties i believe into the stradbroke but for us this is a bit of a, a chance to maybe lead the mugs into some futures value and maybe a couple of early picks for the stradbroke because the noms are out the markets are up so punters have a good look into it for, uh, for example, I guess Kemitari is in this race as favourite. Now, don't take this as financial <laughs> advice. 
But Kemantari is at about 350 favourite, uh, is lining up at 15s in the Stradbroke. So if you think Kemantari is a chance, we'd suggest having a bet on for the Stradbroke because if he wins, licks him, dicks him, makes us look stupid, which we know is not going to happen. But his odds <laughs> So, mate, have you had a bit of a look? I have had a bit of a look. Um, it sort of leads into, I guess, uh, Ray Sater as well and where I'm thinking there well, as well. So, um, but I've got three that I think are crazy, crazy odds. Um, first up, the um, the luckless last start backer, our baby. It's 51. And um, I was reading the other day that um, Van Dyke was looking at running in the Tats Tiara which is 1,400 as well, same distance as the Stradbroke. And the fact that that race isn't being run due to the COVID um, carnival restrictions, I think they may, assuming they qualify, take the baby and it'll get in pretty light because I think it's mm. only a, it's four, a four-year-old. Yep. So it should get in relatively well at the weights. And I've also noted down a similar sort of setup, and that's the young and in rock o'clock from down south because I thought I'd throw in a New South Welshman to spice things up. And finally, I think this is the big bet I'll be having, and that is um, Rock O'Clock was 21s, by the way, and and Baccarat Baby 51. So there's definitely value there, and you're probably best getting on perhaps before their next starts because I think, you know, obviously as soon as they start winning, it doesn't matter where they're running at all. Yeah, prices are going to be falling. But um, I suggest getting on this particular boy – this weekend, and that is Outback Barbie. I think I know it's hard to catch, yeah, all right, but, but stick with it, mugs, because I reckon it's um, I reckon it's primed. It'll get the ballot exempt from the win on the weekend, and we will be waiting to cash out $17 checks come Stradbroke Day. Not a bad, not a bad way to look at it, mate. And look, on that, my look, top pick, it's a little bit boring, and I would suggest taking a bit now. Vega one. $8 in the Stradbroke. Yeah. Uh, Bailey retains the ride, yeah, which so- means he did his job last start. <laughs> as much as the mugs don't want to hear that, they restrained him because this is its race to win, get the exemption in, no weight penalties, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So that's probably not a bad uh, play because it'll probably start close to favourite if it wins yeah. uh, this race on Saturday. <laughs> so that's my topic for race eight for the BRC sprint. But a few others that you're right, I found it value as well. And we've got a, a local Queenslander in deep image. Um, now, this thing came first up down in Sydney and Bobby Heathcote wasn't too happy with the ride from Timmy Clark, uh, to put it very nicely. Called him a, an effing whatever. You fill in whatever words you want because that's probably what happened behind closed doors. But he's at 51s for the Stradbroke. So this thing's a jump and run kind of horse. So a race like this on the weekend could set up for, for something like Deep, Deep Image to steal it or look the winner a long way out. So I think I might have a little dab on that. And the other one that I like in the futures is Grey Worm. So this fella is about 15s in the Stradbroke market. Beat most of this field that lines up here on Saturday uh, last start and goes around on the weekend in Sydney at about $2.50. So that's probably not a bad play either. Punters, we were chatting off there that a horse like that, um, trained by the bloody Hawks team, which doesn't help. No, but because I probably won't come up here. <laughs> yeah, but that's, well, that's the thing. This is how it works, I guess, yeah. we, we look at it. If it yeah. started at 15, wins on the weekend, bookies reel it into 10, 
Wayne Hawks says, yep, the horse has spoken to me. I'm going to take it to Stradbroke and Brisbane. And just on that, comes into six or seven bucks as well. So you just, you're getting a bit of value on the uncertainty, but that's the risk, mate. That's what we love. risk it for the biscuit, right? Exactly. That's that's Futures Betting 101. We've had some great (laughs) stories there. There we go. So that's the Stradbroke siren off for another day, mate. You're going to get real sick of that next few weeks. All right, so Outback Barbie on top for you, mate. Vega one on top for me. Should be an absolute cracker. Kementari just does not win, so don't even entertain the thought there, Muggs. All right? <laughs> don't even entertain it. But uh, look, on to the get-out stakes. If Kementari does win, we're going to need yeah, it. We're, we're going to need some We absolutely mate. need it. So right. they couldn't have made it any trickier for us to finish it off. Red Steiner at five is the favourite. Tororiki lad, mate. Canapes, which we uh, mentioned before at nine. Uh, and then, yeah, some really good horses in here. Um, I've got a few black books that popped up, but all the ones that did draw the car park over the miles a little bit tough from there. So have you got a winner for the mugs in the last, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm sticking with the form lines. I think um, I think Canapes was uh, potentially a little hard done by last start, and I think um, fit a third up. Um, I just think I think nine dollars is crazy where it runs. I'll note that Red Steiner last start missed the jump by about forty eight legs, so don't completely write its performance off. But um, fitness is the key here. I'm sticking with. I've tried to stick this week to my system between barriers one to six or one to ten or whatever it is, and four it just it just plans out perfectly for for canopies here. I think it yeah it charged past them past the post last start over uh, what was that fourteen hundred. I believe no thirteen fifty. Yeah, I think the extra distance here is no query at all. Um, one from two at the distance, so it's obviously had no troubles in the past. And I think nine dollars is um is value. Mate, just remove uh, what Bean said and insert what Moz said because oh, hey, yeah, canapes on top, mate. So this mate, could be a oh, <laughs> this could be a boom and finish, and there'll yeah. be canapes to be had, but. Nah, mate, you're spot on. I just think he gets the run of the race. Red Steiner drawing the car park. It's going to, well, gets back anyway, but I think this fella sits handy. Um, Mr. Bellagio seems to be a pretty decent little horse. We knew that already, but yeah. that seems to be the form one going in. Yep. And you're right, nine bucks is a pretty, it just pretty gets good price, all, doesn't it? It just gets all the favours. It does. Gets, gets the run of the race. Yeah. It's and gonna it can be, up be on there. pace. Like, it's not going to yep. be a mile back. You won't need bucket loads of luck. I just think, yeah. Nah, you're spot on, mate. That's what we want to hear. So there you go, Mug. Some confidence in the last. And uh, there's one more race that we need to dissect and find the winner mate, for. We do. We do. Off. South Australian for, mate. It's off good to, for. Off to Radelaide. <laughs> Back to Radelaide. So the private jet is uh, is coming to pick us up, thanks to Toffee Tun last week. And we're going to land at Morfittville. I'm going to go to the Manning Yard. And I'm going to point my finger at warning and say, this is your warning, Mugs. Get ready to truckload because Mozza loves it. I just think 2,500 metres, it's an absolute, well, it's going to swallow up the ground. It's been there, done it already with the Victorian Derby. This could be a bit of a sneaky cups horse as well, I'm thinking, down at the track in the spring. Yeah, it probably could be. Just because uh, there may not be too many internationals coming. Young horse lightweights, we know how that ends up. But, yeah, warning, honest last start there. Dallas Sands, you know, probably deserved favourite, but this fella was just warming up at the 2000. So, you know, four or five bucks, I'm, uh, I'm going to take a slice of that. Thank you very much.
I'm trusting the um, I'm trusting the stable at the moment that is just impossible to go past, and I'm sticking with the Sprue course. Um, oh. I think it was four dollars eighty. I'm sticking with Russian Camelot. I know it's never ran anywhere near the distance, but if there's anyone you can trust to train a stayer, it's the man Danny O'Brien yes. at this particular point in time. And I think um, they scratched it from that last start. It was going to run in Melbourne. And I'm not sure whether that was maybe to put a bit more work in the legs or whatever they were doing at home. But I trust that that whole thing was not because there's an issue with the horse. It was all part of some sort of well, pre-planned exercise. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. I will note that I'm absolutely terrified the fact that John Allen's got the right. Yeah. But, but I also think he wouldn't have dodged the Warnable Carnival. Yeah. To go and ride the Camelot over in Adelaide if he didn't think it was a genuine chance to win. So I think he'll be throwing absolutely everything at this ride. Right. He, he is the king, king of the ball, mate. Yeah. So I, I just think, yeah, there's a few big ticks there. I do, you know, the form around warning is, is superb. And there's some pretty handy roughies here too. Like, yeah. I mean, Dallas and starting favourite. So we haven't even noted down the favourite. And then you've also got Moonlight Maid as well, which probably will run a cheeky race, I think, at 14. So That's it, yeah. mate. It's pretty – look, I think every punter that's on Russian Camelot is just purely on the hype, yeah. are they? Because you can't really – You can't trust can't the distance, the but form, I think you just got to trust the trainer and well, yeah, a few of those as the, uh, as the great man said, mate, they all, all run 3,200 metres until they don't. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we're going to take that uh, into that one. Yeah. Mate, we'll just go one more back to uh, back to the Dooman. I need your beans banger. Oh, yeah. And we've got to finish with an absolute belter. But, mate, it has been a massive uh, massive couple of days in the racing world. We've had the ball, which yep. unfortunately we were hoping to be down there this year, which didn't yeah, that was come to fruition. Yep. But ball 2021, yep. too close to the sun yesterday. That, uh, well, to the Rams and potentially into the cup. Which could be yeah, it just didn't get take, it didn't get taken on again mm. last start. Like I'm like you can't yeah. like you can't let it lead, and they yeah. know that the jocks know that on the other horses, and they still let it control the whole race. Like I, yeah, I, I I don't get me wrong, I think it's quality, but I just think it just once again got the run of the race there. Yeah, yeah. Oh mate. Oh well, look, right. uh, Ben's Bang, banger. banger. Got, got a kiss, mate. I just think yeah. it's a star. That's that's the one I found on top here. Good work, mate. I've got Vega One. Vega One. Moz's moral for the mate, weekend. Lovely. So I think there'll Bit be a few. There. Yeah, I think there'll be a few people uh, multi in that bad boy up too. So mugs, mugsettes. Good luck to you out there. Give him some uh, worldly advice, mate. Mate, I don't know. Just. Mate, look out! It could be a big yeah. weekend. This one, there's it a bit could. of a, there's a bit of value of that. So it's yeah, I think, I think if you if you pick two on the weekend at Doom, then you're you're making a fortune. Yeah, that's it, mugs. So definitely pay attention because this is uh this is probably that meet that yeah the form meeting the form of the year comes into the next uh, next couple of weeks of the carnival. All right, mugs. Ciao, ciao. See you, mugs.